Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, WinterGuard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Back in the Boss Man Show, special guest, Co Sam Proyer. 
Dr. Howard Bison golf team, or TSU Tiger like myself. So I want to talk to my my fellow TSU Tiger alumni. Coach Perrier, how things up with you guys in D.C., man? Man, things are great right now. Honestly, I have zero complaints. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for each and every day. Most definitely. Now, Coach, you know, uh, you're starting a program at Howard from the ground up. Steph Curry stepped up big with a great donation to the university for six years for your program there. So you just hired this year as the coach of the golf team, men's and women. So how has that transition been for you with the golf team, taking over at Howard now and being where you've been over your career and building this thing from, from the ground up, coach? Well, I, first of all, you know, as you know, it's, it hadn't been a typical year. So that within itself has made the transition pretty interesting. I mean, from COVID to uh, the lack of contact to the the, the recruiting deadlines, uh, the recruiting dead period. So it's been it's been a crazy year, honestly. The last six seven months have been bananas. But at the same time, it's actually been interesting because it has forced you to have a lot more conversation and communication with your team. I feel like you through, and I'm a communication person, so I feel like through the communication realm, you're forced to uh, speak more and you get to know your players. I think a little better. Uh, although you're not in physical contact with them. So for me, it is different, but at the same time, I take it as a nice challenge. Yes, indeed. And, Coach, you know, I think you take, take your pride in doing something from the ground up as well because, you know, when you get to start some like your foundation, set your culture from the from day one, I think that's going to be great for you as you build the program for years, for years to come here. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, we're trying to right now lay, lay the bricks, lay the framework, lay the groundwork uh, for something that's sustainable year after year after year. And, you know, although it is a, you know, six-year investment on the front end, I'm looking at it as a lifetime investment because to me, like I tell students all the time, it's not a four-year decision when you decide to come play for me. It's a 40-year decision because of the, the decisions that you make, the opportunities that you create, um, and the experiences, they last a lifetime even when those four years have, have all been – all have come and gone. Yes, indeed. And, Coach, you know, um, Howard's a great university and a great, great city of D.C. It's a great recruiting point already just going to Howard Education in the city of D.C. So, as you start this golf team from, from the ground up, where's the pitch to young recruits that remain here in Atlanta and beyond who hear this interview go globally who might want to get – who are golfers in high school now and want to come play collegiately in the MEAC conference with you guys? Well, I look at it this way. I mean, number one, if just my track record. I mean, I've won everywhere I've gone. So, you know, you can go out and play for another coach, and the coach will say, well, if you come here, then I think we will do this. We might win. Well, you, if I say, hey, come play for me, you can look at my track record, and it'll, it will say, you come play for me, and we will win. Now, I've coached 12 years. I have six rings. I challenge you to put that up against another coach with a national championship ring, a Big Ten championship ring, a couple coach of the years, four of the conference titles, and a ton of collegiate victories winning tournaments. So I'm comfortable with my track record. I've seen I have a couple guys I've coached that are still on the actual PGA Tour that being said, I can tell you what those people are doing in order to get better. I can tell you what they did in order to get better. I can tell you what they're doing to maintain and try to always maintain that level to keep trying to, you know, play for that check. That's the one thing I can give a young person that a lot of people can't. 
most definitely. And you know what, Coach, is so great about it is, like I said, you've you talked about off the air that you played for Coach Starks Tennessee State University, the first woman's coach in, in the D1 there as far as a, a woman there. How was that experience for you at Tennessee State playing for her, and what is she instilling you as you coach guys and girls today to be better golfers? I love Coach. I mean, I, I went to play for an 88. I love coaching. You know, we laid it the rest two weeks ago, and I'll be honest with you. Um, a lot of what you didn't know then that you know now, and, and you realize she was in your corner, uh, and that, do, that doesn't mean that you didn't go at it. I mean, we went at it. Coach and I had some, t some crazy times, but I knew she cared about me. I knew that she was trying to make me a better man, uh, and I think inherently the way she saw it is if she, she made me a better man, the golf ball will be easy. And I take that same approach. I actually, it's, it's interesting you asked that question. I told one of the guys on my team today, uh, we were talking earlier today, I said, my goal is for him to, of course, try to live his dreams and make it on tour. My real goal is for him to become an incredible, incredible young, young uh, African-American business person that he's able to take care of his family, all of his dreams will be able to come true and that he'll be able to do the things that he thinks he needs to do to impact and impart his wisdom on the world. We just had that conversation earlier today. Most definitely, because, you know, like you said, it's a 40-year commitment when you come play for you, because the same here, like, you know, I'm still close to Coach Allen, Coach Alexander. I'm still close to Nolan Richardson III. I still talk to all these guys, Daniel Ford. I still talk to these guys. Right. After being at Tennessee State University, I still relate with these guys. I was freaking out of this camp as a kid at YSP program. Right. So I know, I saw, right. I know how coaches can impact you. He had impacted me as a, a young man. And the fact, I still talk to him today. Right. It's great, you know. So having a great coach in your corner who can instill stuff in you, talk to you, because as a coach, you impact lives every day, all day. And <laughs> what you say and do and help right. and shape mold young men. This is a young black African-American men and women. It's so key knowing what's going, going on in our world today right now, coach, which is crazy around us right now. Oh, absolutely. And I think you're right. I think the coach, in a lot of respects, the coach doesn't get the credit. And I, I mean, I'm okay with that, but the coach plays a very pivotal role in that development. You know, in my case, you're trying to develop them on the course and also off the course. So, I mean, I don't take, and I don't take that for granted. I realize that's an incredible responsibility to have a, a family put their young person in your care for four years. And I hold that dear. Yes, indeed. And you know what, Coach? I also feel this way about golf. It's like golf is a, is a sport where you can get stuff done business-wise. Like you say, I've become a young businessman. I know me. I my degrees in business. A lot of de deals are made on the golf course, tennis courts. So you play a sport that can take you farther. You can play late in life. You know, football, basketball, it stops for you. But tennis and golf lifetime sports you can play whenever whoever you want to so i think that is a great thing about golf is that it's a lifetime sport that can bridge the gap for a lot of different things open a lot of doors and get stuff done well i agree and i think too i mean if you think about it what you're doing is you're creating a you, you're, you're creating a lifestyle the key is you're creating a lifestyle and i think as these young people develop jobs in corporate america or they become entrepreneurs and do it on their own you know, becoming a member of that country club, becoming a member of that public course, playing golf with their clients, uh, regardless of what they do, becomes a piece of the norm. And it's good, at least if you can speak that language with them, which will help you in different forms of, you know, in, in your own personal life and business life. 
I just don't know how you can go wrong. I'd be hard-pressed to find a sport that can prepare you for the real world more than golf. I can't think of one right now. I can see that. And, Coach, let me ask you, as a young African-American kids, you know, golf can be kind of expensive for, for young black kids to get into. So how is the sport about making it cheaper for more re, re, more feasible financially for young black kids to get into the sport of golf and tennis and those kind of sports that kind of cost a little bit more money to get into than a basketball or for football or baseball would? Well, there are programs out there. There are organizations and programs in every city around the United States which have programs that will put clubs in young people's hands uh, that will help you gain some level of access. I mean, there are programs all over the United States like that. Uh, but I also look at its priorities. When I look at families and I see young people, parents will say, hey, we poor, yada, 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 but they're wearing $250 pair of Air Jordans. Like, wait a minute. I'm not wearing $200 pair of tennis shoes myself. Same here. It's priorities, though. It's about priorities. So if you, to me, it's a simple investment. I'll wear cheaper shoes, but I invest in tutoring or golf or something that will take me long, take me further. Instead of the flip, instead of putting expensive shoes on my feet and not investing in the tutoring and the academics and the golf. It's just priorities. Most definitely. And you're right about that, Coach. That's something my parents are still in me. It's like, hey, knowing the value of a dollar, knowing, understanding depreciation, appreciation, and knowing that you're going to invest in stocks, then buy some Nike shoes. You want to invest in Nike stock, right about the Nike shoes. That's what my father exactly. told me. He said, I'd rather buy some stock rather than buy some shoes. So he did. That's he bought right. some Nike stock as a 14 year old. So I was right. like, you know, so I get you. So understand the value of money and resources and how you want to grow your kids' money. I still have the, I still have those stocks my dad bought for me, those bonds my dad bought for me. I still have them to this day, 33, 33 years old. So it's like, you know, so, wow. uh, you know, Cole, so like you said, it's for different priorities. And I think for me, I was put in USTA program, play tennis uh, in, here in Atlanta. I went to Hadley Park and played there in the summertime as well. So I was – Expose the things via whether it be TSU's YSPP program or whatever. So you're right. The parents really care about developing their their, their kid, son or daughter. They'll make, make sacrifice to do it the right way for their kid. You set, set them up for a future, whether it be golf, tennis, or wherever in life there. Exactly. Exactly. Totally. And coach, let me ask you this, man. So let's talk a little bit about you as a person, as a coach, man. So for at least I hear the who 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 not familiar with, with golf teams, how do you go about coaching a young golfer? Um, is it daily practice on the course? Is it off the court for his weights? So how how's the golfer train for listen who I but not understand the game of golf like you and I understand the game of golf? Well, I give you a perfect example. I mean, even though I'm the coach, I'm trying to keep myself in position to be better as a coach. So what does that even mean for me? That means you get up in the morning like today, you get up. I go hit wedge shots. I went to the gym. I'll come back here to the house after this interview. I'll stretch. I'll prepare, rest my mind. I'll do some more exercise later, and I'll do some golf-centric. When you're playing collegially and you're trying to get to that next level, you have to eat and sleep golf. You have to spend time on your game. You have to chip, pitch, putt, hit balls. You have to play. At the same time, your nutrition and your exercise has to marry your physical part. So if you're not resting and recovering properly, if all of a sudden you're out eating a ton of sugar and drinking 10 or 15 Gatorades, uh, there's absolutely no way your game will follow. 
So you're, you're about creating an equitable balance in your life. Uh, so yeah, you need to be working out. You need to be exercising. You need to have your nutrition right. You need to be on the course working on your game, but you're also, your mind has to be rested enough to be able to ingest and digest what you're taking while you're out on the course. And at the same time, you still need, you need the tutelage while you're out there. Iron sharpens iron. No one could become great by themselves. Definitely. Anybody that you name in the history of time, I don't care who you name, has had somebody that they look to for something. That's how you become great. Most definitely. And Coach, let me ask you as far as COVID. How has COVID affected training on the golf course? No, it's an outdoor thing, so you're not really enclosed. So how's it affected your guys' training for us with COVID here and trying to social distance and get guys and, and, and gals in shape here for the upcoming season here, hopefully here real soon? Great question. I, I got to be honest with you. I, I don't think COVID has affected us at all on the golf course. I think for golfers around the United States, as a matter of fact, I just look. I just got this text probably twenty minutes, uh, twenty five minutes ago, right before I started this interview with you, and it was about some scores out of out of Arizona, and the high school scores. They're the best they've ever been. They shattered like a twenty five year record. Wow. I'm seeing this now all over the country because what's happening is these kids have been on the golf course since March working on their game. So actually, I think these young guys, these young golfers, have gotten better. They've gotten better during the COVID. So now, because of virtual learning, they're doing their virtual classes, they're in the gym, and they're spending all day on the golf course. So I think COVID, in some respects, where it has probably hurt some sports like swimming because you can't get in the water, it's not affecting golf at all. Matter of fact, I would, I would almost put money to say the golf is getting better. Wow, I can I can see it because that's one thing you can do outside without worrying about. Hey, getting someone too, too close to you. So this is already you right. got your own cards, your own balls. So I can see that yeah. going down that way for sure. And coach, let me yeah. talk about Tennessee State University. Uh, you, you talked about there a little bit. So tell us about talk about your time at TSU. Like I told you, I was there from '05 to '09, getting my undergrad, master's, 2011 there. So what was your time like at TSU? And how has it changed over the years from time you was there to when I to I went there and, and right now? Holy cow, bro. It's not the same spot, baby. It's not the same spot. I'm trying to tell you, listen, TSU back in the day, when I got there, man, that was some time. That place could be a frightening place, man. Uh, but the people I met were unbelievable, man. I mean, from the walks down to Fisk to the parties down to Fisk and Harry to going down to the college crib late at night or the Harpers and all the stuff you used to do down in Hadley Park and a TSU, but now the TSU I see now is is what I've always hoped and dreamed it would be. You know, beautiful bookstore uh, where you can buy nice gear, uh, access to things on campus. Think about it. When I was there, man, if you missed dinner in the calf at six o'clock, man, when I tell you, you were starving tonight, bro. You up in the, you up in the dorm playing cards for some food, man. Wow. You know, we, we, we out on the golf course. Here's a story for We out on the golf course because we knew we were going to miss dinner. We out there playing for Lee's Chicken, man. At that time, Lee's Chicken had a three-piece special for $2.99. Lee's we, Chicken. Hey, we gamble for that every day on the golf course. I'm just letting you know right now. Hey, hey $3, $3 for some three-piece of chicken, knowing I'm going to miss dinner, I was going to beat you that day because I, I knew I was going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, I know my mom was telling me you used to be straight through there. Like, you, just, you couldn't go straight through. Like, the, the, the stop where it's went little areas on John A. Meridale, on Tony A. You, right. you couldn't go That's through there. Right. I'm like, you, you seriously, you, you can go through tears like that? I'm like, yeah, you could. I'm like, I wish I could saw that day. We can go straight through that story. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's, it's totally this. I'll tell you a real story, man, with, the, with my fraternity, man. I'm an alpha with my fraternity. We used to go up, when you used to be able to drive straight through the campus, we used to drive straight up and go down to that maximum security prison and play the convicts in basketball, man, like community wow. outreach. And, I mean, to think about some of those guys in there, and they would tell you those guys in there were lifers, man. And we would go down there and do community projects like that. I mean, those are the things, when I think of college, the, the time spent, you know, going down to the Bethlehem Center, over there near Vandy and volunteering time. I remember that stuff from college, man. I remember the relationships. I remember meeting people from Memphis, from, you know, I mean, I always thought that was like a whole nother world. Shelby County one time, you know, I I remember that. Gangster walk. I remember that stuff, man, you know. They had their own language I mean, in Memphis, boy. They had their own language over there. They had their own language. So I remember that. And I tell you what, those were, I mean, those four years of TSU were probably some of the best years of my life. They were unbelievable, man. And I know we go to Nashville now, all the buildings up there, and I'm like, see what I remember. <laughs> that extra side of downtown, like that, it wasn't there when I was here. <laughs> it's all different now. So, oh, yeah. yeah, man, you know, it's growing over there. You know, see, I, I remember 2005 going to learn about the zoo and all that good stuff <laughs> over there, hanging out in the, that oh, student center. So, you know, I learned all the this. Zoo was, was, the zoo was amazing. <laughs> the zoo was amazing. I'm trying to tell you. I could tell you a lot of stories I won't. I, but the zoo was amazing. I can imagine. Now that you all golf with yeah. Terry Rhodes for your for your for your matches, or will you golf somewhere else? Well, we we practice at Terry Rhodes, uh, but I, I tell you how golf has changed at Howard. You know, we're working on getting membership to country clubs, hopefully, and things like that. Tennessee State behind Gentry used to be a field up on top, and they used to have this parking lot that went way down to the bottom, right? And the grass was as high as from your foot up up your shin. Wow. And we would we would hit balls out this grass. It was so high. It would hit the parking lot, and it would roll about 400 yards. It would take us two hours to hit about 40 balls because we had to go pick them up. It was a hot mess. It was awful. It was awful. But it, it, it made you appreciate when you finally got something decent, though. Most definitely. And that's where – the way I'm built right now, I mean, I feel like sometimes you feel like Teflon. You feel like you've seen the other side. You're so thankful when you get a little bit because you know well, with a little hard work, you can make a little bit turn into a whole lot. And that's the lesson I try to teach the players, man. Like, they, they've they never seen the other side. So they become slightly entitled. And I try to let them understand that don't work in my world. There's no level of entitlement here. There's a deep gratitude and a deep appreciation for the small things because I remember the other side. They don't. And once they come to that level of understanding, I think at that point, things really work themselves out. You got that right. And that's why I try to have on coaches from the HBCU schools, uh, TSU, of course, and now in the OVC because I live that life that you understand. When you go to HBCU school in a small school, resources are very tight. 
So you have to understand that, and I want to make sure people understand that there's a great stuff going on with HBCU schools, give you the platform, because I feel, as being an HBCU grad myself, I got to make sure I show the good side that we can overcome, no matter what the situation may be, resources, nothing, whatever. Great things will still happen in our schools. Yeah, totally. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. And I think, you know, when you see what Kamala Harris is about to do right now in government, I think you really understand that there's so much talent embedded in these HBCUs around the United States with proper training, with resources, with God, with all the things that are out there and at our disposal, we can honestly be anything we want to be. And I promise you this, if you can make it out of HBCU, there is nothing in this lifetime that can chip away and knock you down because you probably already experienced a whole bunch of pitfalls. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And coaches, look at us today. Both of us are two TSU grads. Our radio show is very popular in the number nine market in the country. You're a golf coach at a great HBCU school. So just we're two examples of, hey, HBCU success from the same school. You know, totally. different areas, but the same school. So, like, totally. it's a, we're an example for people right now today that, hey, go to HBCU school. You can be successful like anybody else can. Totally. 100%. 100%. Mode with Coach Prayer, thank you for your time today, man. This has been great talking to a fellow Tiger, talking about your new product, the Howard Bison, because uh, I won't be watching golf now because of you, man. I'll be looking at the scores now to make sure y'all doing well now because of you, brother. I'm every chance well, you guys from the ATL. Well, I appreciate you, man, and uh, go Big Blue, man. I appreciate it. And, uh, hey, all those days I fondly, fondly remember, and I'm looking forward to creating those same new memories at Howard right now, and uh, I'm excited about what's about to come. Coach, when I find out when the Hawks play the the, uh, the Wizards, I'll definitely hit you up when I'm in town and come nice. by and see you guys because I, I have no idea where you're playing ball for in the NBA. I have no idea, but when I find out, I'll let you know and make sure I'll stop by the Howard, see you guys over at the Howard Bison, man, and see Derek and all everybody over there who I know at the school, man. Y'all got some good people over there, man. Well, I appreciate you. Derek knows have been fantastic, and I think right now it's just beginning. I think it's only going to get better. Modell folks, it's Coach Sam Perry on the Boston Man Show, Howard Bison Golf Coach, and the former Central Tiger like me. We all the big blue over around here. We out. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, illstreetrex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Suntan.
When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby. And it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.